I'm Robert Amler of IBS Intelligence, and I'm joined by Michael Down, Head of Financial Services for Elastic. I want to know what we need to do, Michael, to future-proof the UK's competitive edge in fintech, because it's definitely got one. Definitely. I think this is something that, you know, historically we've done, we've done very well. And obviously, as we move through this kind of uh, new era uh, through Brexit and beyond, I think this is a crucial aspect. And I think it boils down to two key aspects. The first one is kind of sits with obviously the government and the, and the legislators and the regulators, and that is around ensuring kind of ease and removing the unnecessary complexities, but also providing the assets needed for innovation, new organizations, or even larger enterprises who want to iterate and think forward to do it with ease. And the second part comes down to the actual organizations themselves. And that is the companies, that's the startups. And that is that they need to, to allow themselves to innovate, to consume data better, and to pivot on that. And we're seeing a number of organizations who do that very, very well. Uh, and they are you know, graining traction in, in a number of areas. You can look at the likes of Revolut uh, and Monzo, who do it from a retail banking space, who are getting kind of amazing traction with kind of the new idea, a new generation of banking. When you take, for example, payments, you've got the likes of kind of TransferWise, otherwise now known as Wise, and kind of Stripe, who again have, have modernized and, and revolutionized the idea of taking payments and, and transferring money. So I think the, the two things kind of sit really side by side in ensuring you know, we can keep driving that innovation that the UK kind of financial sector is, is renowned for. Well, the government seems to be on the right kind of track with this. They commissioned the Khalifa review. That's been delivered. It's been broadly welcomed. Lots of sensible stuff in that, even down to the basics of actually, even though we've left the EU, making it easy for the right kind of talent that is being sought by fintech companies to get into the country without jumping through as many hoops as perhaps other people would have to. Yeah, I think you cannot put underestimate the power of people. So I had a really interesting conversation with a ex-CIO of PayPal. And when he was thinking and they, and they talked about the direction of where that organization wanted to go, and when they obviously PayPal kind of revolutionized payments over in the US and has grown obviously globally. But it was really interesting the way that they thought about talent, right? And that that idea of talent and technology are kind of you know a symbiotic relationship. You cannot expect to stay in the dark ages of technology and recruit modern you know, talent of this kind of next generation. And I think you look at the Khalifa review and the idea of smart data and where we have been going with PSD2 as a regulation illustrates what can happen when you start to give the right people with the right technology, with the right access, and also providing the consumer, which at the end of the day, we're doing all of this for a consumer, that ability to utilize products that they want to do you know, I think, you know, with the, the idea and this conversation that's, again, talking around with smart data about this portability, you know, is, is a critical aspect to, again, us keep moving forward. Because if we drive that conversation, you will see the rest of the world saying, well, if they can do that in the UK, why can I not as a consumer have that product around the globe? And so, yeah, it's a, it's a critical aspect. Well, I'm going to pick you up on one word you used there a couple of times, consumer, because we're not actually just talking about the individual consumer. This is something that affects businesses as well and, and the corporate consumer as well. 
Exactly. And this is, you know, there's, there's again, there's multiple kind of aspects to this. And, you know, when we, you know, the, the work I've been doing and, and helping organizations, you see that everyone, since the evolution of Google, providing that super simple search bar, that now everyone comes to expect the golden standard of search, both from a consumer and from kind of a corporate and internal and, and kind of, you know, business to business, that expectation has now leveled up what we would expect an enterprise and a product to create. And that's where you see this kind of the evolution of technology. You can no longer be using technology that was commissioned necessarily in, you look at the mainframe and, and more traditional data stores to power the next generation of data access. You know, you look at what's happening with the likes of, and we're going to go outside of finance, but with Uber, you know, the ability to do kind of geospatial queries, like you see the way that as a consumer, I want to just be able to pick up a, a mobile phone or I want to do something that isn't a normal select this or go and ask a really simple question. They're getting really complex. And so consumers are pushing the boundaries, but so are, you know, internal and enterprises and that expectation of data access. We talk a lot about the evolution of technology. Do we actually know where we're going? Because I tend to think we probably don't. We've started on a journey in embracing technology and embracing, you know, if you're a consumer, a lot of cool stuff that helps me live my life more efficiently, for want of a better way of putting it. Do we actually know where the journey's leading yet? I don't think we do. No, and, I, and, the, and this is the amazing thing around, especially when we're building kind of customer-facing consumer products, like you're always kept on your toes, you know, because the consumer, you know, they, they don't really know what they want until you start to show them. And that's innovation, right? You don't know what they want until you start to feed them to be able to give them that ta-da moment, right? It was like, you know, you look at the, the revolution with hospitality, which was Airbnb, that revolution of Uber, you know, in the tax industry, the revolution of banking with PSD2, right? This idea of being able to have that portability to ask questions of your data that you've never been able to do before. And that's where the technology is always going to, you know, is always going to kind of gear towards the consumer. What does the consumer want? Because at the end of the day, what you're providing a consumer, whether that be from a, a retail banking space or from a settlement perspective with the likes of CSDR, you know, those requirements are around, I now need to evolve to legislation, regulation. And I need that technology to help kind of, again, get me to where I need to be. Um, so in the grand scheme of things, I don't think anyone really knows where the kind of technology is going, because I think it comes hand in hand with the consumer in finance, the regulator. And then we are just kind of following that momentum. I think the one crucial thing is that enterprises, and this is what I'm seeing with Elastic, with the organizations I'm working with, when they're thinking about the next, you know, where are we going in the next 5, 10, 15 years? Like that change, if you look at the past 5, 10, 15 years, has been such a radical change. Just, just take, for example, how do you see and view your transactions that you pay for every single day? It used to be you'd get it in, 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 through the post. And then you're like, okay, we've got online banking. And now we've got applications and apps. You know, that evolution of just data access is just exponentially growing. No longer can we wait 30 days to see what I paid for yesterday. And that's where technology is driving, you know, that real-time nature, that instant access. You know, as we become less patient uh, and more demanding of our data, technology has to kind of step foot in that requirement. 
Uh, you mentioned Google as an example. The other example that's often cited as well, of course, is Amazon. The way Amazon and Google deal with people who use their services has become a gold standard. And we expect, and there's a word I've heard used, Amazonification of our services. Now, specifically talking about financial services, if, if I can buy something on Amazon in a couple of clicks, I should be able to do whatever I need to do in a couple of clicks or a couple of taps on a mobile with my financial services provider. Exactly. And I think this, again, comes back to the kind of the symbiotic relationship between the regulators' simplification and that understanding and then financial institutes using that technology at its best. You see people now where we're able to you know, process mortgages quicker than we've ever done before. That removement of that needs to go into the bank or wherever to sign a piece of paper that just elongates a process. We've got computers and that ability to, to do that, which speeds up everything. So, you know, it's going to be a critical aspect of everything we do. The crucial part that enterprises have got to get their head around is the, for the conversations that I've had with executives, CTOs, you're not just going to be throwing away the legacy tech. Right? That, it's unrealistic to think that, you know, a large institute is going to, going to throw away technology and just start picking up a new product. But this is where, that, like, again, the symbiotic relationship between uh, these new startups play a role. You look at RegTech and that ability for them to come and kind of augment to then replace is crucial. You talked about things speeding up. One of the things that has speeded up adoption and implementation of technology, and we can't get away without mentioning this, is the pandemic. What's your view on how that's impacted? Yeah, so obviously I come from obviously it's a very technical background and, and with the work that we have been doing with, with the the organizations that we've actually seen, it's been one of these light bulb moments. Everyone has thought, and I used to work for, for a large bank prior to joining Elastic, and it was this thing where working from home was this, it wasn't a taboo, it was just, it wasn't the norm. Right? And, and everyone thought it was going to be less efficient and there's going to be issues. I was actually working with one high street bank, and they had done analysis on how productive they were at releasing new features, new functionality, with everyone now going through the pandemic. And the amazing conclusion they came to was they were releasing products faster. There were less issues with the code they're releasing. And in actual fact, the working from home pandemic has basically put a rocket up this idea of just delivering features quicker and faster and more efficiently. And so then this idea then of moving to the cloud, I would say in the last 12 months, has taken a real ignite because this, this idea of the customer Again, demanding different requirements because we weren't, we couldn't go into a bank, you know, from a retail banking perspective. So, how do I get hold of everybody and how do I get access to all my information? It's now done on applications and mobile apps. And so, this requirement of this explosion of data and, and access has meant that organizations are moving to the cloud. You know, this, this adoption of more easier to consume compute has, has made this adoption and this move through during COVID, actually one that I think has been quite eye-opening for a lot of people. I think people do want to get back and see each other, but I think that understanding of what the office is now going to to kind of give an organization isn't the, you need to be in nine to five. It's more of a social aspect. So you can see people, you can have the meetings, but when you want to go home and you want to kind of disconnect and, 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 and build products, actually simplifies the whole process. The office is no longer going to be the beehive it used to be. 
Michael Down, Head of Financial Services at Elastic, thank you very much.